Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really pleased to have with me on the line Raj Goodman Anand. Raj is the founder of Goodman Lantern, a team of native native English content writing services that help businesses sell better and grow faster. Raj is an engineer by profession. He has founded three startups, raised capital, and taken one venture from zero to acquisition. He not only has a flourishing career with startups, but also with large and mid-sized organizations working on launching startups or new products within them. Products he has built have made companies an income of excess of 45 million pounds. Raj, welcome to the show. Jeff, good to be on. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much for being here. Can you please take us through a little bit, uh, a little bit deeper? about your career. So, you know, starting out as an engineer, like I started out as, you know, as like a software engineer, I started out as like a visual basic programmer and sort of, you know, moved my way up into, you know, into building websites and, you know, and eventually, you know, jumping over a few hurdles to get into digital marketing. Can you please tell me a little bit about, about your trajectory and how you got to where you are today? Sure thing, Jeff. So I began with uh, studying computer science and, and AI. My AI was my research. I did my research in AI 15 years back when people didn't even know what AI was. My, my, my mom thought AI was the studies of UFOs. So that was what AI was for, for my mom. Obviously, fast forward today, AI is fairly important uh, in, in social media and beyond. Um, so I began uh, with research. I was going to do a PhD, but it will take too much time, so I kind of left it after the first year. I started my first company uh, in building social media software, basically Facebook clones for large organizations in the UK, travel and government. Um, that didn't go up uh, as planned. Wrote a book for, for peace and education in Financial Times on social media. Uh, then started a company, which was a entertainment company, which I eventually sold. Uh, worked for a large uh, organization in Spain. It took them seven and a half million to 45 million euros in revenue um, and then started my own company because I realized that actually the value uh, of in B2B marketing especially is storytelling. I did, I did that really well in my previous company. I thought, hang on, I'm making them money. Maybe it's time to make, make money for myself. And so I kind of uh, started my own company. My aim was to start a company which I could run from a boat, uh, which is interesting. Um, and because it's my third company, I've done... Uh, one one sale already. This company is not only about me and making money; it's about a bigger factor, a bigger um, mission, which is to empower women. So we we hire a lot of women in a company, really help empower them, 
and uh, we also help the industry, which is male dominated, especially in technology, to have more women. So we have a more neutralized ecosystem. Wow, that's amazing. That's an amazing, um, that's an amazing, uh, y- you know, mission as well, because basically what you're doing is that you're, uh, you're making it a point to, to bring on an underrepresented, an underrepresented group into this, um, you know, onto the stage. I've done that also with, uh, you know, with virtual assistants as well, you know, and, and especially from, you know, like countries where, where women may not have as much of a say you know, and what goes, you know, and what goes on in, you know, in their governments and their society and all that. But, you know, they sure can bring the money home when they're, you know, when they're actually, you know, when given the chance to work. So uh, 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 that's a really great mission. Thank you so much for sharing that. What kind of doubts or, or wants were going through your head, you know, as you're thinking like, okay, I'm going to turn this, all this knowledge that I've accumulated into something that's actually profitable and profitable for myself and my family? Well, I mean, initially, all I had was to sort of jump in with a, a, a gut feeling. You know, it's not easy to kind of jump in with that because, you know, you feel vulnerable. You feel like, oh, what if it doesn't go well? But the back of my head, I always knew that I have a, I can always go back to a job, for instance. You know, I always knew that I could go back to a job. This, this is not my first time to run a business. I, I've kind of done this multiple times before. So I, I understand that there is a, a technique to follow to kind of get from, say, zero to 500, 500 to 1 million, 1 million to 10 million, for example. So I've kind of, I've been on that on that boat before. I understand how, how it's done. Um, but also, I think when there is a, a, a sort of a bigger mission, where there is a process in place, when there's a focus not to, to work in the business, but on the business, then there's a different mindset altogether. And and I'm I'm very focused on, not making a job for myself in this company. My focus really is to to hire people, employ people, and actually allow myself to be having a helicopter view of the company I run. So, yeah, it, it was tricky. I mean, and also I, I'm a kind of guy. I don't like to raise money anymore. I, I raised money in, in my first business. It didn't go according to plan. I'm more of a bootstrap kind of person, and I actually grew this business from literally you know, maybe about $5, $10 of of revenue or initial uh, capital. And it kind of really helped me kind of grow further because, you know, sometimes it's it's best to just jump right into it. Uh, I think, you know, sort of this idea of sort of a, um, you know, thinking about stuff and analysis paralysis is is the worst thing ever within a company. I suggest just jump right into it and get on, make 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 the mission, make the train work as you, proceed further on the, on the tracks. That is a hundred percent correct. You know, that whole analysis paralysis thing is just, yeah, I, yeah, it, it's one of those things that you gotta, that you have to beat back with a stick almost on the daily. So I definitely feel what you're, uh, what you're saying there. This actually segues nicely into your one big tip, which is to focus on the team and hire team members that not only have the right skill sets, but also share your company's core values. Can we first start out by talking about what are the core values that you're speaking of here? And then how do you ensure that you are hiring people for those core values as well, in addition to, you know, the requisite skills to work with you? Well, I mean, for us, core values is everything. Uh, I actually had to fire my entire technology team in 2019 at the beginning and hire a new team altogether. Imagine the 
imagine the the pressure of running a company and then have have to hire the whole team again and the pain of letting go of a of a very very good team the main concept which i found was that when people are aligned by just money or by just getting the job done and move on they never perform they won't put the heart and soul into it so having core values within a company for example we have things like improvement integrity um encouragement this allows our team members to always be driven by these core values to to really focus on these core values and we use that as a yardstick in our company to see if any step we take in the organization is correct or not and if the team members we hire are aligned to our bigger mission um so i was just saying i kind of fired the entire team for the 19 because they were not aligned to our core values and we were actually um thinking more of them as you know they know that that their stuff you can get the things done for us but actually they were not helping us get the company up to the next level um when we had a team now we actually interviewed them and and our mindset is their core values remain the same that they are work or socially a uh, place for example at, at home with family for instance so often we ask people about their situations for example when they help someone to improve their ability to work better maybe at university or college or maybe at school maybe at maybe the family for example they help their sibling to be a, a, a better uh, you know better at the course for instance all these small things which they demonstrate within their life and at home and school actually to implement very well into the, into their company the work they do as well and today i'm proud to say that we have a team of 90% plus women uh we each of each of them has, has been interviewed based on their skill sets and core values and really helps us to form a company which is each person in the company represents the company they really are aligned with our mission our vision and our values and so that that means that if i'm not there on the call i know i can let, leave it with somebody else who will represent me and the company exactly as i would have done you know what's really interesting about what you just talked about is that around the same time so what is it uh around july of 2019 i did the exact same thing i fired my whole team right and it was n- namely because you know like i had a team of copywriters and i would just get the dumbest uh the dumbest copy written for my clients right and it's a you know like uh, uh just to give a very american example right you know the 4th of july right which is our you know which is our independence day here and you know the one who wrote it was a you know was a you know she was born in the US you know she, she grew up here right the, you know there was no reason for her not to you know not to know that you don't say hey ha- uh, ha- have a happy july 4 right and that's what she wrote all over the social media for all my clients and i didn't catch it until about a day afterwards and I had to like you know I started second guessing myself. I'm like wait a second. You know like who refers to the holiday as July 4? And I I I asked Americans, I asked I asked down Americans, I asked people that never even lived here. And you're like no, it's 4th of July, dummy. And that's when I realized like okay, you know, stop second guessing and it, like you said, it was very painful, right? It was very painful both emotionally that I'm actually firing people, you know, that I'm letting them go because no boss ever wants to do that, I would think. right but at the same time it's like you know common sense is not that common and when you're hiring for you know when you uh, when you hire someone to do a job like writing like you would expect them to write well right i mean i'm not a you know i'm not a high school english teacher 
right? So I I don't feel it's my job to go in there and correct basic, you know, uh, you know, um, basic errors in blog posts. So I definitely feel you right there. So when you go in and you you know you're having these interviews, right? I find that uh, that interviewing for the skill set is actually kind of the easy part. It's still a little precarious because anyone can give you, you know, oh, here are the last 10 blog posts that I wrote. And you don't really know whether it's them or not. You know, yeah, I've had a few instances where, you know, it became obvious the day after I hired them that the examples they gave me were not theirs. Going back to this part about the core values, really what you're trying to do is ensure, first of all, that you are hiring for the long term, right? You're not just hiring for a project. You're not hiring for someone to just, you know, come in and work for a few months until they get a better gig. You really want them to stick around. You want them to really be there for the long haul, you know, like, and that's what I want as well, right? I, you know, I don't want to keep on hiring new people every three, four months. I want to, you know, I want to work with someone for years. And when I convey that to people, like I, I, I get equal parts, oh, wow, Jeff, that's really cool. And other parts geez, this guy's nuts. Like what the hell does he want from me? Right. How do you, um, how do you source somebody like that? I mean, is there, is there some kind of magical, you know, like, uh, uh, something that you put into the job description as you're putting it out there, or is it just something that you get a feel from how you're, how you're interacting with these people, whether they are in it to win it or just there for the, for the job? How does that work for you? Well, let me kind of start with, with, with this sort of a bit shocking thing. We haven't put a job description out there we haven't put a job advert out there in the last few months probably almost more than a year i would say probably two years because we get so many applicants coming in uh, and most of our hiring happens through people we only work with they recommend people they know from their previous job for instance or somebody they know from their, their family or friends is because they believe in the mission of what we do we don't do short-term things not with the customers. We don't even want to work with customers who want to just do a one-time thing with us because really we don't have that kind of uh, thought process. Our belief really is that magic happens when you, when you work together for a long term and you understand each other. And for example, with, with our clients, with every client we ever worked with, we, we spend the first two months to learn about their, their mission, their vision, their core values because we want to understand them and write in their authentic language, their tone, and how they would do instead, for instance. So that's really important for us. And we, we, we just don't believe in, in short term, not with our team members, not with our partners, not with our clients. And I think that commitment to the, the, the team leads them to, to believe in what Goodman Lantern is all about. And that leads to them um, recommending their, their friends and family and their colleagues. That means that our cost to recruit people is minimal, actually. Um, in addition, you know, our managers, all of them are part of uh, a bonus scheme. So we give them bonuses every month uh, as we are earning more from our customers. So they incentivized to not only perform because of the job, which, which they do a great job at, but also because there's exactly a reward every month for their hard work. That is a really cool mission. Thank you so much for sharing that. Raj, can you please let everyone know how they can uh, how they can find you at Goodman Lantern? And how they can find and how they can reach out to you directly if they'd like to get in contact. Sure thing. Well, if you look me up on LinkedIn, I'm Raj Goodman Anand. You can find me easily. Goodman Lantern. If you just Google us, hopefully you'll find us on the first link because I mean, 
with the content writing after all. So yeah, just just Google us, Goodman Lantern, or find me on LinkedIn, Raj Goodman Anand. Amazing stuff. Raj, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you uh you breaking it down for us and talking about how you uh how you bring on the right team members, you know, for uh you know, in order to grow your company. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff, for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. <laughs>